Hello everyone, welcome to the Football with the Boys podcast, episode 70 of the podcast, and uh, welcome back. So, um, once again, I take another uh, close loss, unfortunately, that really sucks, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, we'll go over some, well, it's not really recent at, at this point, but there was a trade that happened over the weekend. Uh, a family trade. Chris Cox traded uh, Will Fuller and I believe six dollars to Sean Cox for David Johnson. I feel like Chris might have lost this trade. I feel like Will Fuller is the better player, and I feel like it wasn't really necessary to give up the Fab to do the trade. And in some ways, was with the Depth of wide receiver that Chris has, I feel like he could have got pretty much any running back in the league that he wanted. And I also feel the same way for Sean. Sean's depth at running back, I feel like he could have also got pretty much any wide receiver that he wanted. So um, I thought the one thing that was kind of curious or interesting was that both of these players have been really injury-prone the last few years. David Johnson with his wrist and with his knee and Will Fuller's just been uh, a, a lot of soft tissue injuries, mostly his hamstring. So, But he's played – I'm pretty sure Will Fuller's played in every game this year, so you have to be happy about that. But me personally, I feel like this kind of benefited Sean more than it did Chris. That's the thoughts on, on the trade. Uh, I'm going to go over the waiver wire. Um, let's see. Let's take a look. So, Sean and Tyler were awarded Boston Scott for $21. Jimmy had a $13 bid. And I know at one point in a group text today between Tyler and... Jimmy and I, he said that, or Jimmy said that he was he had it at fifteen at one point and took it back down to thirteen. Charlie had eleven dollar bid, dumb dumb with eight, and uh, Sean and Tyler thought there's would be a little bit more competition for Boston Scott, so that's why they paid a little bit more for him there. Uh, I thought there might be a little bit more competition for Chargers defense, but considering the fact that I just need a win this week, I was willing to spend Fab ten dollars. Could have had him for a goose. Uh, Kevin dropped Duke Johnson Bucks defense for Ben Roethlisberger three dollar bid. Sean added Carson Wentz for two dollars. Nice add there. Drop Carolina's defense. I picked up Austin Hooper with the uncertainty of John Smith playing this week. Austin Hooper has a good matchup against the Bengals. I thought there might be a little bit more competition, but I was wrong there. Tim Coleman still on IR, but uh, Sean Tyler added him for a dollar. And Jermichael Hasty for a dollar as well, who will be seeing backup running back snaps to... Uh, Jared McKinnon. 
Keith added Browns defense for Jared Allers, who play the Bengals. Jimmy and Giovanni Bernard, Jared Aller bid. There was three bids with myself and Sean Tyler. And a decent ad. I was actually considering picking up Ryan Tannehill. And, but I believe they just lost Taylor Lewan. Starting left tackle. Not a good matchup this week, but next week against the Bengals is a great matchup. But we'll see how Tannehill holds up now. And that is the waiver wire. Remaining fab budget. For each team, Keith with 39, Jimmy with 54, Chris Cox with 36, Brian with 68, uh, Sean Tower with 31, Kevin with 31, Sean with 43, Brandy with 92, no surprise there, myself with 31, Charlie with 36, Dum Dum 92, and Lloyd with 38. So feel like it's time to vent, time to get a little something off my chest. So obviously, going into week uh, six, felt pretty comfortable. Felt like I had a pretty good chance to beat Brandy, and uh, obviously that wasn't the case. So I think what I was more mad about, not necessarily losing, but what I could have done to... Um, pull off the victory. So it was probably about, I want to say it was Friday or Saturday. No, it wasn't Saturday. It's probably definitely Friday then. Um, no, sorry. Maybe it was Thursday. I, don't know, I can't remember. Thursday, Thursday or Friday, Brian and I are going back and forth and, you know, talking about trade. And Brian, at one point, offered me Adrian Peterson for LaMichael Pirine straight up. And I was like, since I felt like I had a pretty good chance of winning this, or winning in week six, I was like, no, I'm cool. I feel like Pirine has more upside, right? All right. So... I know hindsight's always twenty and twenty, but looking back at that trade now, I wish I would have took it because I would have I would have put AP in my starting running back spot over Jamal Williams, and I think AP went for we scored like twelve and a half points last week. Uh, let's see, twelve point eight zero points. Jamal Williams only had like two or three points. So obviously, looking back at it, that was uh, that was a little frustrating to me because of what I could have had, and that would have easily made me pull out the victory there. And then um, Sunday morning came. I was at the zoo. Didn't really have much time to it. Time into it, you know. Uh, it's like half hour before the one o'clock games will get ready to start. You know, just a friendly question. Just asked uh, Sean Tower. I was like, hey, who would you start, Brandon Cooks or DJ Moore? 
you know, we, we went back and forth. They both, um, or I guess more so Tyler, but Tyler was like, you know, you're playing Brandy. You don't need to, you don't need to go for the boomer bust play with Brandon Cooks. And I kind of agreed. And, you know, it was, it was just the one game that happened with Brandon Cooks that he's pretty, you know, it's only one game they really did anything. And so I was, all right, let's see what happens. And I'll roll with DJ Moore. Felt, you know, obviously felt pretty comfortable in uh, being able to pull off the victory, right? So DJ Moore happens to go for 14.3 points, right? And uh, Brandon Cook goes for 21, almost 22 points. And that also would have, uh, if I would have put Brandon Cooks in over DJ Moore, that also would have won me the week. Yeah, so um, I think, what was it? Monday night, I said I was going to, you know, um, I said my team was for sale and was ready to just trade my play for keepers, knowing that uh, not having keepers next year <laughs> was a possibility. I was just pretty mad. Um, uh, I believe... I think, yeah, and then I think some point later on that night, it was like late 10, 30, 11 o'clock or something. I think Sean and Tyler messaged me and then, or no. Yeah, they messaged me or some, something. I forget what happened, but I just ended up just putting my, I just silenced the group chat because I was just, I just, I was so mad. Not even really, you know, I wasn't really, I mean, yeah, I was a little mad that I lost, obviously, but I was also mad that I could have prevented the loss and I didn't and you know I said it the week before but that's really uh you know the fantasy football game isn't loyal that's for damn sure and uh it's a game that I hate but it's also a game that very love that I love very much so for unfortunately it's just been uh fucking me over more so this year than uh, in recent years. I also want to say that I feel like part of the problem for myself, I know you guys are probably like, oh, this guy's just talking about his team. What a fucking uh, douchebag. But yeah, you're right. Um, I feel like one of the problems I wish I would have, I feel like I wish I would have been more aggressive earlier in the year, looking back at it now. Once again, hindsight's 2020, but uh I wish I would have been a little bit more aggressive in picking up some running backs in week two, but what can you do? So that's all I got for uh, the league, but I wanted to give you guys a little something, something here. I'm going to look just logged in on Fandle, looking at the games for this weekend or in Thursday. Uh, so the Bills are at the Jets, one o'clock. The Jets are getting thirteen and a half points. I like the Jets there, minus one twelve. Take that. Um, let's see. There's another one I like here too. Let me scroll down. Um, wow. I just, 
Oh, and I also like the Bears getting plus six on the road against the Rams. I'll take that. Thank you. The Jags are getting plus seven and a half on the road against the Chargers. That is interesting. But going East Coast to West Coast, probably not ideal. And hmm. the Carolina Panthers getting plus seven and a half. On the road against the Saints is also interesting. Take that one. That's minus 110. And it's also minus 110 for the Saints to cover by 7.5. So basically a pick them there. And then the Eagles are giving 4.5 to the Giants. I think I'm going to take that too. So take that. 14 parlay, it'd be plus um, 1,229 with the odds. Throw $10 down on it, it would win you $122.87. So I think I'm going to submit that bid. And boom, done. So I figure I'd give you guys a little something different. Those are my uh, picks for all you degenerate uh, sports gamers out there. You can take that one to the bank. So, it's one week away from Halloween, right? You all you uh, dads and uh, moms out there are going to be taking your kids for Halloween. So, I guess it's time to do my top five candy bars. So... I always, you know, most of you know, I've thrown some shade against the uh, Reese's Take Five candy bar, which is uh, crap. So don't don't buy it. So I think my number one would have to be the Snickers with peanut butter. That's really good. That that's number one. Number two, I like the Reese's. Uh, peanut butter with white chocolate. I know white chocolate is a um, favorite of a lot of people, but I do like that one quite a bit. Uh, the OG Take 5 bar would be in this list, but unfortunately uh, they discontinued them, I guess. I, don't know, I haven't really looked into why it's no longer in your local Wawa, but it's not for some reason. Um, I feel like Mr. Good Bar is a really underrated candy bar. Um, for some reason, that's always on the back burner. Um, let's see. I feel like the Almond Joy is just straight trash. That's like the poor people candy give out to little kids. If you do that, probably shouldn't do that. That's just terrible. Kit Kat sucks. I know there's some people in this uh, league that like the Kit Kat. You can kit your little cat bar out of here. It's straight trash. Um, the oh yeah, that's a that's a sleeper one too. The Hershey's cookies and cream bar. Oh, so good. So that would be. Number three, because the take five's not round. Um, I don't really care for payday. 
Uh, man, I feel like there used to be a lot of good candy bars. Um, Twix is decent. Um, Milky Way, that's eh, all right. Original Snickers is all right. Um, so I'm gonna go with Snickers with peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter, white chocolate. Um, the Hershey's cookies and cream. Bang. Oh, the Reese's, uh, I think it's the Nutrageous bar. I think that's the bar I'm thinking of. Yeah, the Nisi's Nutrageous bar is really good, so that's number four. Number five, uh, I'm going to go with the regular OG Twix. So, uh, Snickers peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter cup, white chocolate, Hershey's cookies and cream bar, bang, Nutrageous, the Reese's Nutrageous bar, and number five, the Twix. And another sleeper uh, candy would also be the peppermint patty. I know you guys probably, oh, you know, probably laugh right now. Like, oh, that's such a old person candy bar. But, nah, that shit's good, hella good. All right. So, uh, that concludes uh, week. What week are we in now? Week, week seven. Hard to believe it's week seven already. It's fucking time flies before our very own eyes. I guess that kind of rhymes. Um, but anyway, guys, uh, good luck to all you people. Hope you all lose because I need to win and the need for all y'all to take an L this week. So I would appreciate it if you put all your bench players in your starting lineup, which I guess for Jimmy and Chris, that's probably uh, – Probably not much of a difference, but for everyone else, put your backups in for your starters. And uh, until the next episode, talk to you guys later.